Hey guys, it's Melissa here. Today I want to talk to you guys about unconditional love. The reason I wanted to bring up this topic is we just got a new family member. As anyone who follows me on Facebook might know, we got a new puppy the other night. We had a labradoodle named Nate already, and we felt like Nate needed a friend because we work and kids go to school so Nate's home by himself a lot during the day and we were feeling kind of guilty about that and felt like he needed a playmate so we got a golden doodle named Nanala and she is precious sweet of course Nate was already precious and sweet now we have two little bundles of joy at home and I really truly believe that animals are here on this earth to teach us about unconditional love You know, she was only in our home for maybe 20 minutes before she just came up to us and started licking our faces and cuddling. And I mean, not once has she whined or cried because she didn't know where she was or that she was in a strange place. She took to Nate right away. Like, it's hilarious because they are truly like brother and sister. She tackles him and then they go running through the house like nipping at each other and playing and it's funny because like he is so used to being the only one there and now he has to share everything and it's funny just watching them and you know they have their moments he's a little jealous but overall he's done really well with her and uh, she's quite the eater she loves food So she'll go to her bowl, and then she tries to go to his bowl and eat out of his bowl, too. But he's pretty protective of his food. I've never heard Nate growl before, and he's growled at her a couple of times. Just a territorial thing about the food, which we laughed because she she got the hint. She didn't mess with his food bowl anymore. But it, it made me think about unconditional love and that we're all here on Earth to experience unconditional love. And the thing that's funny is animals don't put conditions on love. They just love you. You come home from work and their tails are wagging and they just go running up to see you. They can't wait to see you. When I got up this morning, you know, I uh, met a friend last night, you know, for drinks. And I got home after the dogs had already gone to bed. So they were not up when I was home. And when I got up this morning, they both, like, my door just barely opened. And they both came running to me with their tails wagging. And I got kisses all over because they were so happy to see me. And it was like, well, that's an amazing way to wake up every day, having someone there excited to see you. And it's funny because Nate never really did that before. Like, he would be excited when I got up. But he didn't come to my bedroom door or anything to greet me when I would get up. But he did that this morning with her, and it was so cute. And the thing is that animals don't say, like, I only love you if you do X, Y, or Z. But as humans, we tend to do that. We tend to put conditions on everything. And if we would just learn to love unconditionally, we would make things a lot easier on ourselves And when I say loving unconditionally, I don't mean allowing someone to be mean to you or take advantage of you. That's not what I mean. But oftentimes we put conditions on things like, I will only love you if you do this for me. And 
that's not the way that love is supposed to work. But I know that in the past, I've definitely been guilty of that. Like, I will not love you if you do X, Y, or Z, or if you make me feel this way. And that's really the wrong way to look at it and the wrong way to go about it. We're imperfect, all of us. As humans, we're perfectly imperfect. And we're going to have flaws. None of us are going to be able to live up to the expectations that many of us put on other people. We want everyone to meet our criteria, meet our expectations, and be, you know, you have to have this many things on my list checked off. When in reality, that's not really a possibility. Because we're not perfect. And most of us have a list made for someone who's perfect and you're never going to get all of those things. So unconditional love is learning how to live with one another, to be, well, I should say each other, to live with each other and to be okay with your flaws, you know, and to be able to, when you come to an impasse and you fight about something, to be able to communicate effectively to meet each other at a middle ground somewhere, to pick and choose battles wisely so that you're not always having a lose-lose situation. You know, you want to have a win-win situation and you're not going to be able to get everything you want in the deal. It's like bargaining with a contract. You'll never get every single item that you want on your wish list. It just doesn't usually happen because you know going into it, you're going to put way more on your wish list than you know you're going to get because you bargain and you get the things that are the most important to you. And in a relationship, it's the same way. We have to do a little bargaining. We have to be willing to let go of the things that are not as important. So that's why it's important in a relationship to know what it is you want out of it and what to expect because so many people go into relationships not even really knowing what they want out of it so they go in all carefree and you know just oh this is gonna be so great and then when things start coming up it's like I don't like this why don't want this why don't want this until you ask yourself well what do you want you know it's if you don't want this what do you want and most people would say, well, I'm not, I don't really know. I just know I don't want that. Well, if you're not sure what you want out of a relationship, even going into it, then how do you know what you're willing to bargain for? You know, most people don't know. So that's, that's going to be a lose-lose situation every time if you're not even aware of what it is you need or want from a relationship. And this could even be a friendship. And this doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship because when we talk about unconditional love, unconditional love is for all people. You know, parent-children relationships, uh, friend relationships, co-worker relationships. It's all of this. And when you love someone unconditionally, It's being able to work out those kinks that show up in the relationship and still being able to feel like you won, having a win-win situation, not a win-lose or lose-lose. And those things occur because, again, you don't know what you want. When you know what you want, you know what you're willing to settle for, you know? And I don't say settle in a bad way, but I mean, you you know what you're willing to work together towards. 
and you know what's not important to you and what is. So you can pick your battles. You can say, well, you know, this little thing over here, it doesn't really matter to me that much. So I'm okay giving that up. But this thing here is super important to me and I am not giving that up. And so you know how to bargain then back and forth. But what happens oftentimes is in a relationship, a person goes into it thinking, I have to get everything I want. And we talk about healthy boundaries and loving yourself and not letting people treat you poorly. And that, yes, that is so true and it's so important. But some people, they confuse having healthy boundaries and not settling for less for being stubborn and not being willing to compromise because that is not what it means. You have to be willing to give a little and your partner has to be willing to give a little. It should never be one person doing all of that. It should be a 50-50 equal give and take. And if it's not happening um, on one side as much as the other, you're off balance and that's going to throw everything out of whack. And then it's just going to crumble and fall apart, that whole relationship, because what happens usually is you have a breakdown in communication. You're not seeing eye to eye as people are being stubborn. And it's just really hard to deal in a relationship that way. But if you think about how your animals are and your pets, and you'll have to excuse my voice. Um, My friend and I ended up going to karaoke last night and there weren't many people in karaoke so we ended up singing a lot and to the point that now I have no voice today but it was super fun highly recommend karaoke if you have not tried it so with our animals what do they expect they expect us to feed them and to take them for walks and to love them and that's pretty much it you know to take care of them And in exchange, they make us feel like the most loved person on earth because they just come up to you with their tails wagging and like they're so happy to see you. And it's an incredible feeling. And in the same way, in our relationships, we need to be better about giving unconditional love. It doesn't mean that you're going to like or agree with everything your partner does. Or, you know, it could be a work partner or a friendship partner. You might not necessarily agree with everything they do, but you're willing at least to communicate with them, to try, excuse me, to have like a win-win situation with them. Learning how to pick your battles so it's not all one-sided and that it's a 50-50 give and take. Um, I you know, was reminded kind of of a situation too that happened to me today. I had a person who um, was texting me and said something about, you know, oh, I, I, um, I texted my ex last night and I didn't really mean to. And um, it just struck me as odd because this person, like when we tried to date this person, like constantly gave me crap about stupid things that because he was jealous, like if a person, if a male commented on my Facebook photo, he would be super mad and jealous. And it would be like somebody who, if you looked at the picture, you could tell it was obviously not somebody that I would be interested in dating because they were much older or, you know, they already had a partner. I don't know, whatever. It, it just basically boiled down to a huge argument over something that to me 
was just insignificant. And honestly, when I talked to my friends, you know, I, th- I said, am I being too stubborn about this? Am I, you know, am I causing a lose-lose situation? And it's because I'm not willing to give. And we really looked at it and they were like, no, I think that you're, you're correct in this. You're just planting a healthy boundary here because you don't want this person to be controlling. And that's exactly how I felt about the situation. And so like the fact that this person said to me like, oh, I texted my ex and had given me so much crap for way less than that. And I thought, okay, this is so hypocritical. <laughs> like, really? Um, but it pointed out to me, like, this relationship is not balanced. It's not a healthy one because, you know, you're expecting me to give, give, give this, but you're not willing to. Like, we have two different sets of expectations. There's one for you and then one set for me, and it's not the same. And that's not unconditional love. That's not balanced love and healthy love. So, you know, it was obvious why that relationship really never panned out because it just couldn't, not in the way that it stood. And so like for me, when I think about unconditional love, and I feel like many of us are here on earth to learn that lesson, to learn how to love people unconditionally, like him putting that limit on me, like I'll only love you if you unfriend these people or you block this or you do this, it's like, no, that's not unconditional love. You can't control your partner. You can't control what they do. That is not love. That is fear and ego getting involved. And that's manipulation, which manipulation is really just all about control. And you should never be trying to control what your partner does, either a friend, um, parent child like you should never be trying to control your child yes we do guide them and you know they we have punishments when they do things that are wrong but that's not control and a partnership is not control either like when you're trying to control everything your partner does that is manipulating your partner and that's not okay and that makes your partner feel trapped and that's not something that you want to do So if you are in a relationship and if you feel like your partner is trying to control what you do, then you need to have that conversation and put your foot down because that is not what love is all about. And hopefully you're not doing that to your partner because that is not love. That's really fear. That's you being insecure and trying to control what your partner does. When you're secure in yourself and secure in the love that you have, you don't have to control what they do. Um, It just isn't necessary. And I know in past relationships, there were relationships that I've had where the partner that I had, uh, I could definitely sense that that partner did not know what they wanted from the relationship. And it made me feel very confused about where the relationship was going. And it threw me off balance. And so then I like became insecure of the relationship. And so I would start to try to do the whole control thing. Not being in that relationship now, I understand what that was all about. It was more about the fact that I was very insecure in the relationship because my partner wasn't a good communicator and he did not 
tell me how he truly felt. He was hiding a lot of things from me. And, you know, you don't lie to an empath or tell half-truths. I'm sorry. Some people think you can get by with that. But if you're dealing with an empath and you tell them half-truths, they can see right through it. They may not know what you're lying about, but they know you're lying. And that's how it was in this situation. Like, I knew he was not being honest with me. I didn't know what about But then like things would slowly unfold and I was like, I knew it. I knew something was going on. Like I knew you were not telling me the whole truth. You were keeping things from me. And the whole little white lie crap, oh, don't give me that BS. That's so stupid. It's like you should not have to lie to your partner. So if you feel like you do, that's not either you're not being honest with yourself or you just, you know, you need to think about morally who you are because Especially when you think about what a little white lie is, you know, I mean, if it's something like telling your partner they look good in an outfit, you really don't think they do look good in just because you don't want to make them feel bad or something. That's one thing, but you're getting into like, I just don't tell you, I tell you part of the story. It reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where the girl kept saying yada, yada, yada. And then at the end of the episode, we find out that her yada, 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 what she didn't tell was like she went in and shoplifted. It's like, uh, that's a pretty important detail to leave out to yada, yada, yada. But that's what some people think. They think that if they tell you half truths, that that's okay. That's still lying. That's still lying. And so you have to, I got way off track on that story. Sorry. But what my point is this, that the whole hearing the white lies and half-truths made me very insecure about the relationship. And that's what caused me to react the way I did. And what I should have done was be honest and then just say, look, I can't do this because it's not fair to me for you to be half in, half out or whatever you are and to make me feel like I'm off balance and not secure in this. And so you should always listen to your emotions there too. And when you have unconditional love, people don't play games like that. And that is a game. I'm sorry, it is. Whether the person thinks that they're playing a game or not, they are. Because when you're doing that, you're playing games with someone else's emotions. It's like holding someone hostage because you're trying to make them feel like you want them one minute and then the next minute making them feel like they overwhelm you and it's just too much and... Or like lying about things and half-truths. It's like, that's not okay. And that is not an example of unconditional love. In unconditional love, you're honest. Even if you know that being honest might not necessarily make that other person happy. But you're, it's like you're honest and then willing to communicate and talk about it. And be willing to come to a mutual agreement where both parties feel like they win something, you know? You're not going to win everything, but you're going to get something. Like in that contract, like you come to the bargaining table and you walk away with the things you really, really needed to have. And everything else is just extra, you know, that you didn't get and that's okay. You're all right with that. In the same way, in a relationship, it's like unconditional love means we work together and we try to give you as much as you want, We're not going to get everything we want because there's no way you can do that in a perfect relationship because there's too much stuff. You know, you're never going to agree 100% on every single detail. And if you're in a relationship where you do, man, hold on to that because that's unheard of to agree with every single thing. 
But, you know, you can come to compromise and be willing to be flexible and bend on certain things. And that's what it's all about, giving, having a win-win situation. And I know this was a really long roundabout way to get to the message of unconditional love. But basically what I'm telling you is that we are here to learn unconditional love. And unconditional love, it's not painful. It doesn't hurt because both partners want to be good to the other partner. They don't want to see you hurt and they'd want to see you be able to get the things you want and they want to get the things they want too, but they're willing to work together and it's 50-50, it's even, it's balanced. And that is what a true example of unconditional love is. And you think about your pets and your animals and how happy they always are. And when you're in that balance, you feel happy because you don't have to try to control and manipulate. There's none of that. It's not necessary. So if you're in relationships now where you're having difficulty or if you're single and you're looking to have a relationship, keep those things in mind. You have to communicate If you have a partner who isn't good at communicating, that can be tough, but it can still be done. And you can always say a prayer to Archangel Raguel. It's R-A-G-U-E-L, Raguel, and Archangel Gabriel, because they both help in facilitating communication and helping your meaning to be understood so that your intent is not misunderstood and that There's no fights because of miscommunication because I tell you what, that's honestly one of the biggest reasons that a previous relationship I had didn't go well is because the other person didn't communicate well. And I I don't know if I was very good at communicating through text. And it just, we had, there were all kinds of confusing things. And it's simply due to bad communication, honestly. So you can, again, ask for help from the angels in communicating your message and asking that it is heard in the way that you intended it and that the person receives that message in the most positive light. And it does help. It really does. You can also ask for help in finding the words you need to use to convey your message in the most positive way. So... I uh, I wanted to draw a couple of cards for you before I left, and I used the deck this time, the um, Archangel Oracle deck by Doreen Virtue. The first card that I pulled is Creative Writing, and it's Archangel Gabriel. It says, make time to write down your thoughts in a journal or pen an article or a book. And, you know, on this topic, one of the things I think that you can write down is I think you definitely should write down what it is you want out of your relationship. If that's unclear to you, write that down. What is it that you need from your partner? What are you looking for? Or if it's a friend or family member, what do you want from them? What do you need from them? Just like you are doing a collective bargaining, like go in there with this is what I need from you. And, you know, it's oftentimes we don't even know what our partners want from us. We go in there kind of blindly and even our children and our our parents and our siblings and our friends, we never really communicate that this is what I need from you. And if we did that, 
how much different our relationships would be if your child came to you and said, mom, I just need you to just love me and tell me that I'm doing a good job and that I'm on the right track. You know, that's probably what they would tell us. So writing down what you need from others. Another thing you could do is if you have to have a a difficult communication with a partner, Write out your thoughts. What do you want to say? And then as you read them, how does that sound to you when you read it back? Like, how do you think it would be interpreted? So writing is always a good thing. And journaling, too. And when you're having difficulties in your relationships, journal about it. Ask the angels for help. And the second card I pulled for you is angel therapy. It's Archangel Raphael. And it says, give your cares and worries to us angels and allow us to take your burdens. I love that so much that you can give your care and worries to the angels and ask them to take them from you. It just feels so empowering to be able to give it away and to take back your personal peace. You know, so much of the time we go through life giving away our personal power and our peace to things that really don't matter. And when we give our cares and our concerns to the angels and say, I'm giving this to you, please take it. It helps so much. And there's so many things we can give to them and they want to take from us. And when we do that, then we can focus all of our energy on the blessings and the positive things we have in life. We can be in the present moment and enjoy where we are and enjoy the blessings that are in our lives and the people in our lives. And we can take our peace back. And I urge you to do that. It's so freeing to stop worrying about the things that you worry about to get rid of them, to just be able to say, I'm not going to let this consume me. I'm giving it up to the angels. And you will be amazed at how sometimes the answers come. Our spiritual team wants to help us and they're always with us. We just have to ask. They don't know we need help until we ask. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for putting up with my rambling today and my my voice because uh, I know it sounds terrible, but hopefully tomorrow I will rest it and it will be better. Um, I also want to let you know that the meditations that I have on my website, one of my listeners let me know that it wasn't working when you went to purchase them and I did fix that now and I tested it so they should be working now. So if you have tried to go to my website and purchase any of my meditations and then they're under the meditations tab at the top of my website under the menu button it's meditations there are three there now and if you go to purchase them now it should work and please anytime if you ever go to my website or you go to do something and and it doesn't work please let me know because that is the only way I find out because everything's working whenever I set up my website and I don't have anyone who manages it for me I do it all myself and if something breaks or something happens and you know sometimes it can just be like something in the code was entered wrong so if that ever happens again please please contact me and I want to thank Ginger who did contact me thank you so much for doing that that I really appreciate because I don't know that something's broken or not working unless you do contact me so if you did try to purchase the meditation and it didn't work It's working now, so please go do that. You will be so glad you did. 
And I want to also let you know that I should be um, offering the past life regression soon. I'm still in the middle of my course, but it is almost ending and it's exciting. I am doing a lot of little practices here and there and so many awesome things are coming out. It's crazy and it's amazing how much we carry over from past lives, karmic lessons that we have not learned that we still need to learn. And they're hindering us and blocking us from things in this life. And when we go back and heal that, it frees us and it frees our path to receive all of the things that we were meant to receive. It's like taking back our personal power. And I love that. I think it's amazing. So be looking for that to be on my website soon. If you are interested in past life regression, um, you can just message me and I can let you know when I can start offering that for you. And uh, I just want to thank all the people who have come to me for Reiki and for readings. It's amazing working with you. I love my tribe. You guys are so awesome. I mean, just heartfelt, amazing, good, kind people. And I love what I do. What can I say? I absolutely love it. It's one of the greatest joys I have. I'm so, so super thankful to the universe for gifting me with healing ability and being able to connect with you all. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I love all of you. I want to thank you for being loyal listeners. Please subscribe if you haven't already. And if you know of anyone who could benefit from this podcast, please share. We are sharing our light and in turn, we are lighting up the world for the collective. We are showing the world that in spite of the hatred that we see out there, I know we just had mass shooting again and it's disheartening. It really is. But I'm here to tell you that that is not the majority of the people. The majority of the people want peace and we are here to teach about love and peace. So you are helping me in my mission here, which is to show people the way to love and to heal them. So thank you for that. Be a light for others. If you need anything from me at all, don't hesitate to contact me. You can even text me. My phone number is on my website. I love talking to people, hearing from me. If you have questions, I'm happy to answer your questions. Book a session with me. I offer Reiki one-on-one coaching and card readings. Again, past life regression will be offered soon. You can always contact me and don't forget to join me on my Facebook Lives every Tuesday at 7 Central for a free card reading. It's so much fun and we ended up having a super huge deep discussion on the last one. So if you didn't get a chance to watch that, go check that out on my Reiki with Melissa Facebook page. You can just scroll down to the, you can click on videos actually and it'll show you the different live videos I have. It was a lot of fun. I need to save my voice so we can get into another interesting discussion this Tuesday. All right, guys, I love you. Take care. Have a fabulous week. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.